Cheers, welcome to Talkalicious. I'm Christine, your virtual bestie. This is happy hour. Have you ever bought something and thought, my gosh, how did I live my whole life without this? I have found the product. You can find it on my fabulous finds on my website. I'm gonna tell you right now, these products I use and I love them for one reason or another. And yes, I do make a small commission, but I'm not just giving you stuff because somebody gave it to me and said, here, try this. I'm telling you because I love it. Right now, I'm so in love with this latest gadget. It is a sensor nightlight for your toilet. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I have three males in this house and I'm tired of the drippy drips because they don't want to turn the light in the middle of the night when they go to the bathroom. And I have a middle-aged man, so of course, he's definitely going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And that's why you have the rug there to catch it. So this little nightlight has a sensor, just like a floodlight or anything else where it just turns on automatically. And it's like a party in the toilet. <laughs> I say that because it's like got multiple lights. I don't really need to have a party in the bathroom, but hey, if you're gonna have fun, you're gonna have fun. It has different like lights. I guess you can set it if you only want one light, but hey, why not keep your options open? I thought, huh. Could this really be that cool? It has great ratings on Amazon. I thought, is it? Oh no, it's really cool. Although the first time I did use it and it was shining the light in and I, maybe it was like a, a yellow color or something like that. And I went to go to the bathroom and I looked down and went, oh, I really need to drink more water. Oh no, that was just the light. So don't think your pee looks a little funky. But what's nice is it's only when it's dark in there. So if you have a bathroom that has a window or there's light in there, it happens at night. It's really nice. I told my girlfriend about it. She's like, I don't need that. I just back up until my foot hits the back of the toilet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> I know it's a new gadget, but I live with three males. No more drippy drips. You know, that sometimes you step on the rug and you're like, ah, just turn on the light, turn on the light control. I know they like to think that they have like some sort of fire hose and it's so big that they can't control it. But let's face it, they're not turning on the lights to look where they're peeing. And apparently, according to some of the rules or the rules, excuse me, reviews is that if you have a kid that's being potty trained, they really like it. I don't know. My kids are way too old. I'm just trying to train them to go potty in the toilet and not dribble all over the place. They do put the seat down, and I told you my way of getting them to put the seat down. It's like a subconscious thing. I used to buy like fluffy shag, what do you call them, toilet seat covers? Yeah, toilet seat covers. And they're really fluffy. So and when they would go to the bathroom, they'd have to hold the toilet seat up with one hand. And one of my husband's friends was complaining about it. I'm like, give me a break. You don't need two hands to hold on to yourself. Let's just face it. Again, I go back to the firehouse. Every man thinks it's so big they can't control it. But what happened was with that fuzzy rug, if they didn't hold the toilet seat up, it would drop down. Now that's assuming you don't have those soft, hingy ones that go slow. You gotta go back to the old school toilet seats when you're trying to train your boys on putting the seat down. Because um, that's the only way to do it. They have to hold it up. Now, my boys are teenagers, and my husband included. They've all been trained. They don't even realize it. They just It's automatic, because they spent so many years having to hold the toilet seat up that it just trained them. Is that nice? That's nice. I love having the seat down. I don't get any double dips. So now I'm not gonna step in any piss either. <laughs> so you can go to my fabulous finds on my website and check that out. Another product, I will not be getting this one. But I saw this, I don't know if you saw it, but Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah, I haven't had that from since college. I've grown up, I've grown up. But 
they've come out now with a hard coffee. Just what I need, coffee and beer mixed together. This is a quote from them. It's meant to taste like a vanilla-infused premium iced coffee. Yeah, I'll just go to Starbucks. Thanks, Paps. I appreciate you. You know why I'm not going to taste this? I'm not even interested in this. I had a little situation with something called a Prince Albert. This is what I don't get. I'm old school. I go to the bars and you know you want to try something different. You're like, oh, okay, I was out one night and I'm like, I want something different. And my husband always gets on me because I'm like, I want something not too sweet, but not too, you know, hard. And I did I just should stick with what I know. But you know, you want to change it up. So this bartender's like, oh, I got the perfect thing for you. It's a Prince Albert. I was like, hey, all right. And he's got like peach schnapps in it. I think it has whiskey in it, but here's the deal. It also had an energy drink. I can't remember if it was like Monster or something else. Well, I had a couple of them because eh, I was having a good time. I could not pass out. I was laying in my bed going, what is wrong with these young people putting energy drinks with their alcohol? I don't personally get it. You drink, you party, you have a good time, you come home, you go to sleep. That's the goal. So Pabst Blue Ribbon is not in line with my goals. I don't know why I need to never pass out. That was like the worst night of my life. I have not touched a Prince Albert since. <laughs> Anything that has energy drink in it, I'm out. I'm out because I can go all night. I don't need the energy drink, but at some point I need to go to sleep. So I'm not sure about that one. You gonna try the Pabst Blue Ribbon hard coffee? I don't know, isn't there other things? I like my coffee because I like my coffee to get my energy. But then if you do the, yeah, no, I don't think it's gonna be pretty. And plus beer makes you bloated. And then coffee makes you go to the bathroom. Oh God, that's gonna be a terrible combination. Oh, I am not hanging out in a bar that sells Paps Blue Ribbon hard coffee. And I will tell you right now, it will never be served at my house. My husband has way too many guy friends that could just blow up my toilet. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Can you imagine? Beer and coffee. Oh, it's a great combination. Great combination. I can tell you right now that Pabst Blue Ribbon must not have one woman on that design team or ingredients team or tasting team or anybody who said, yeah, maybe we should rethink this. Think we should rethink this. This is a bunch of men who are like, oh yeah, this would be great. Oh, I can just see it on Sundays during football season. Oh, and that, all that food, the fried food, the chi oh, chili. Oh, Super Bowl party. <laughs> I wonder if all the plumbers will be busy that day. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you saw this, but Macy's was coming under fire, which quite frankly, it was so ridiculous. People just get their panties in a ruffle over the stupidest stuff. But they were selling this plate. And this plate was just a round dinner plate. It was white and it had like, it circled. So it was a round plate and then it had circles and it was showing you portion sizes. And on those portion sizes, it said, okay, it said like skinny jeans, comfortable jeans, and then mom jeans. So the bigger portion of the plate was mom jeans. So people were like, hey, 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 cry. Why mom jeans? I mean, I'm fat. All right. Well, I personally didn't understand that mom jeans meant fat jeans. To me, mom jeans meant high-waisted. Hopefully, my muffin top won't hang out over the side. Did you feel the same way? I had no idea. I was like, seriously, what do mom jeans mean to you? And right now, that's the style. Those high-waisted pants are all in right now. I mean, that's what I thought a mom jean was. I didn't know 
Now, I think if you said elastic waist pants, all right, or prego, <laughs> you can put a prego panel. <laughs> I was gonna make a plate that says, here's what I think it should say, bikini, one piece, moo moo, <laughs> for controlling your portions. I don't understand how that was offensive. What's offensive is why my flip-flops are being called mom flip-flops. I was wearing, I think they're super cute, they're comfortable. You'll find them on my fabulous finds. And let me tell you, yes, they have bling. They do, because I like to be sparkly. They're the most comfortable flip-flops in the whole wide world. I have walked every amusement park. Okay, that's a little exaggeration. I've walked amusement parks, not everyone in the United States. Um, I've walked amusement parks. Um, I've walked Seattle, San Francisco, Atlanta. I've, I've hiked in Zion in those flip-flops, and my feet never hurt, ever. I can go for days. I think I could probably do a marathon, really. I don't know, I can't run in them. I, I look pretty dorky. But I could walk a marathon for sure. I could do like, I think I could do the, a century in those things, no problem. They're the best flip-flops in the world. And my girlfriend's daughter's like, those are mom flip-flops. <sighs> what does that mean? Do you know what a mom flip-flop means? I can't even say thong anymore because now it's a underwear and that shows my age if I say thong. So I have to say flip-flop. So what's a mom flip-flop? If you want to know what they are, they're on my fabulous finds. They're the um, yellow box jello. Oh my gosh. It's like you're walking on clouds, but yet it's, it has support. And I have a very high arch, so it works for me. I don't know if you're flat-footed, it'd be different, but if you have a high arch, I'm telling you, it's the, they're the greatest things in canned soup. I guess I'll be wearing mom flip-flops for the rest of my life. I keep buying them. Every year I buy another pair and I just wear them out through the summer. I wear them out as long as I can until they're, and they even have a little traction. Didn't check them out. Speaking of moms, Chrissy Teigen, who is really not one of my favorite people. I don't know why, but she shared a video recently of her little baby taking his first steps. It's so cute. And she was mom shamed. What is wrong with us women? So here her baby's taking the first steps and guess what they're all upset about? He could have hit his head on that marble bathtub. He can hit his head anywhere. So at least she hashed, she like lashed out for sure. Like that's her personality. But this is true. She said she has to block like 20 or 30 people every time she posts about her kids because they're always like mod shaming her. And I think this is crazy. This is why us women have a bad life is because we are so hypercritical of each other. My mom thongs, my mom jeans, which are in style. Yeah, I, I, what, what is wrong with us? Why do we do that to each other? I'm like, he's one and he walked and that's really exciting. I mean, that's a whole new time. Her life is over. I actually, you know, it wasn't the walking. I was actually glad when they walked. It's the crawling. Your life is over once they start moving and grooving. You're there into everything. But walking, I was just glad because now no more dirty knees. I didn't even worry about or even think about this, but my girlfriends were always saying no more dresses for their little girls, no more tutui fluffy dresses with the big bows because their daughters were trying to crawl in dresses. I thought, oh, that, yeah, I guess so. I never even thought about that. Yeah. So anyway, I think as women, we need to seriously stop mom shaming for stupid stuff. You want to tell me there are sharp edges everywhere, and that's what you call watching your child. Be careful. 
I got you. Da -da 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 -da. Things happen. Kids fall. You're watching them. You're paying attention. Come on now. We got to stop doing that. Speaking of moms, so did you see, so Fortnite, if you have kids, teenagers, or even kids playing Fortnite, you know what I'm talking about. You got the Fortnite dances, you got the Fortnite, Fortnite. Fortnite is not really big in my house, and I wish it was. As much as my kids spend on video games, so they had like the Super Bowl of Fortnite. In Santa Ana, California, which is a couple hours south of where I'm at, they actually have like a stadium where kids go and watch each other game. This stuff is big stuff. So you might not want to stop your kid from playing on their Xbox. These boys won. I think the first place was like $3 million, And then the second place team got like $2 million. $2 million. What's funny is, is this mom of the one of the winners, he's 15 years old. And the mom's like, I would get so frustrated with those games. I've thrown away an Xbox and I've snapped his headphones. Because he doesn't want to do, or, you know, his gaming headphones. I was like, oh, She's not the only mom who gets frustrated. <laughs> I have never thrown away an Xbox. But boy, oh boy. There's sometimes you're like, get off the game. Just because you need to like come eat dinner, empty the dishwasher, you know, bathe. <laughs> Do some little simple hygiene on yourself because you're starting to smell. Anyway, so the kid, after he wins, he's like, they're like, what are you going to do with the money? And he's like sitting there going, ah, you know, he's a teenager. And he's like, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll, um, I'll get my house, my mom a house. Right? Of course, that's the right answer, right? Good son. And the mom's like, eh, no, he's not. He's going to spend it all on Uber Eats. <laughs> so he's a gamer and likes Uber Eats. I guess he, he definitely orders. But before you stop your kids from playing video games, quite frankly, my kids suck. They don't play Fortnite. Come home. They need to bring home the money, right? They're making, what? $3 million? My kids cost me. They need to like step up their game. But before you get all upset about it, there is some good news about another video game that science have found. And this is one that my boys have been playing since they were like nine years old. And this summer, it's kind of weird because they're a junior and senior. They're going to be a junior and senior in high school and they've been playing it all summer, but it's Minecraft. And I have good news. It was funny when all this was coming out and video games were coming around when my boys were younger, a lot of you know other parents were like, oh, you let your boys play that game? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I understand why it's a big deal. I said, it's actually very creative. And if you sit and watch the game, they have to build the worlds. They have to learn how things work. They have to go through a step-by-step -step process. So I actually found the great game highly creative and very, like it was just good for them because I they were in their own world. Well, I was right. Hello. Iowa State University did a study and it was interesting. On the study, they gave participants free range. You could do whatever you want. And then you had other participants who were told what to do. The kids who had free range were way more creative and way more advanced than the ones who were told what to do. But it was, it's like a virtual Lego game. They, they're building stuff and they're learning. Like you have to get your own food, which means you have to find the animals. Then you need how to figure out how to farm and you have to have all the tools. And So don't feel bad, mom. If your kid's playing Minecraft, according to this study, it's not a bad thing. It actually produces creativity and makes them, I guess, smarter. I hope before I throw the computer into the, <laughs> I don't know if I throw the computer in there. At least with Minecraft, they can pause unless they're in a battle, 
right? They can stop and you can yell at them. They can go do something. Uh, maybe that's the thing. One of the things that everyone's been talking about, especially here in California, we are a lot of homeless, homelessness. And it's always a controversy as to what do you do? Who's out there? What are their rights? What are your rights? Um, and so there's conversation about, but this is another take on a homeless story that I was like, huh? What? So, and it's crazy because I'm reading this story and it's a woman who's actually from Bakersfield, California, which is where I live. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested. So she met this guy on a fishing trip and they were texting for a few days and they, you know, had a little bit of chemistry, not, maybe not a whole lot, but there was some chemistry there. And so he texts her and says, hey, let me come over. I'll make you some dinner. And she's like, ah, sorry, I can't. I'm busy which makes me think there was a little bit, but not enough because she wasn't interested in having him over. And then he starts to say to her, well, I actually need a place to stay. What? what, what? So he is what they call now hobo sexual. <laughs> Meaning they don't really have a place to live, but they hook up with women so they can stay at their homes. So when she refused him, she called, or he called her greedy and a gold digger because she didn't want him at her house. Yeah, you know, back in my day, you know what we said? You got no money and you got no car, you got no woman and there you are. <laughs> He's like, I just want to be a stay-at-home dad. I see lazy, I, I, I'm all for re role reversals. I don't care if somebody wants to be a stay-at-home dad. That's some slim pickings out there if you're looking at homo, hobosexuals. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I, I never felt like I should pay for a guy. And I know that's old school thinking, but no, they have to pay for themselves. And I'm raising my boys to think that way. Now, not that they, their women can't work or shouldn't work or can't, you know, whatever. I just feel like you got to give men a reason to do things. I love men. I've said that several times. I'm not a man hater. But I also am not okay with somebody just not pulling their weight. It's a team effort. And you switch roles, right? My girlfriend is an executive and her husband was the stay-at-home dad when the when their son was young. No problem. You know, that's not that's not they they worked it out. They decided on their own. But I can't have somebody coming into a relationship with no job and just wants to stay home because I'm like, you didn't do anything? Like, I think it's one thing when you decide as a couple how you're going to work your family, like what's going to be best for your family. But to have some guy just say, yeah, I don't have anywhere to stay and I want to be a stay-at-home dad, someone's going to sleep with him and you know it. <laughs> Someone is going to make a baby with that man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just, is that old school of me? I don't, I don't care about necessarily equal, but I need somebody who's willing to work. Like, I just can't imagine being, I was the breadwinner when we were newly married because Joe was working on his PhD. So I had to support him. And there were times where I'd be like, what'd you do today? And he's like, oh, I donated blood. I went to watch a movie because he was a scientist and bacterias and stem cells. Well, actually, it was stem cells because he did stem cell research. They don't grow like from eight to five, but it was hard because I was working a lot of hours to support him and I was dealing with a terrible boss. And I'm like, you went to the movies? 
somebody need to get a job. <laughs> That's highly sexist of me. He was working towards his degree, I know, but there was something about, I don't know, I'm driven and I need somebody equally driven. I don't want to put somebody on my back and carry them unless they were doing something else. Like if we had had kids and I decided to go forward in my career, then he was going to stay home. That's fine. That's different. Am I the only one sitting here thinking this? Hobosexual. Got no money, you got no car, you got no woman, there you are. <laughs> I'm not hitching my caboose to anything like that. I think all women should make their men work <laughs> or do something. It's got to be a partnership. It's got to be a partnership. Okay, on that note, <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, don't forget to rate me, follow me, get talking with Talkalicious because that's what we're all about. We're supposed to have fun and laugh at life and, and stop mom shaming. Come on now. Parenting is hard enough. Being a mom is hard enough. Have a great one. Don't forget. Rate the show, like the show, you can DM me. I'm not going to be all pervy like I was last time, so I've been in my DM. <laughs> Tell me what you think, because that's what this show is all about. Have a great day, and I will see you next time. This is Talkalicious. Talkalicious.